When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. This is a glorious day because Lily Pebbles is making a return to the podcast to share her feel-good habits. Hi, Lily. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. So nice to see you. It's been ages. I know, it's been such... It was uh, Caroline's dinner. Oh my gosh, yes. That was like one of the last events before. Before everything. Yeah, so February time, wasn't it? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Such a long time ago. Um, But you are coming on the podcast to share your feel-good habits, which I'm very excited to hear. And just a reminder for listeners, obviously Lily's been on the show before, and she is a fellow podcaster. Remind everybody about your podcast with Anna. At home with Lily and Anna, we run through our like top five favorite things from the week. And then we discuss like different topics and answer questions from our viewers. We have like a Facebook group and it's just really chilled, really relaxed and really fun and chatty. And Lily is also one of my favorite content creators because everything you put together is so considered. I wonder how you have a spare minute in the day, but like even, even your baby content. And I told you this when I saw you at Caroline's dinner. I will even read in their entirety, like your recommendations for strollers or pushchairs or whatever, because it's just so well put together. And I've no interest in those things. Thank you. I love that. That is so funny that from the outside, you think everything's so thought through and considered. That's how I feel about Anna. Like that is so not what I'm like behind the scenes. I'm literally like, oh my God, what am I doing? Throw it together. I like panic and then it all comes together. And I'm like, oh, I didn't need to panic, but I'm not an Anna. I'm definitely not an Anna. Anna's unique and I've just had to come to terms with that because there are times when I just thought if I could just be like Anna my life would be good. She's one of a kind I'm telling you it's hard to be best friends with her. I can actually imagine that but she's just pure joy and sunshine but are you somebody I was thinking about this the other day because I was trying to understand my own uh, neuroses and I need the pressure of sometimes leaving things not to the last minute but I feel like the quality of work that I will produce is better if there is a little bit of pressure on me. And I, I've always thought that was because of magazines and journalism. But Yeah, definitely the same. My managers laugh at me because whenever they come to me with something, my first thing is just panic. No, I can't do it. I can't do it. This is going to go wrong. Wrong, 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 wrong. And then I do it and they're like, Lily, that was unreal. And I'm like, oh, I didn't really. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I, like, I just panic. And I'm so like, no, 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 I can't do it. And then I can. It's yeah, it's a confidence been. thing. Yeah. you're so right it's a confidence thing of being almost like being scared to do it and yeah yeah, yeah. okay right that'll be unpicked in a therapy session yeah. at some point um so your feel-good habits uh where are we going to start where well, are we easy I just said to you I feel like I'm going to be like your worst guest because when you first asked me to come on I was like oh I just I'm so not like a self-care person like you have lots of very positive guests who are very like you need to have time without your phone and I wish I could be one of those people, but I'm I'm just so not. Um, not me. <laughs> and I, I definitely panicked and phoned Anna and I was like, I don't know what my feel-good habits are. And and then she actually thought it's helpful to hear from someone else like what she thinks mine are, and she really helped me like think of some things. So they're a bit different, I think, to what you usually have. A bit, Good. bit random. I, because actually I I find the self-care space helpful, but also sometimes a bit stodgy. 
yeah, like these are some feel good habits from a, a cynical realist. <laughs> Excellent. In fact, that's what I would have called the franchise if it had been a bit snappier. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so number one, are you ready? I am. This seems a little bit obvious, but taking photos, organizing photos, printing them, putting them in albums, making home videos. I've got shared albums on my iPhone, all of that. So much feel good for me. I just love it. I get so much joy from it, especially since having grey. Okay, so t- so talk talk me through the shared album thing because I okay. have a shared album, but I don't think I intended to have one. Yeah, I didn't know what they were either until my friend moved to Australia. And you basically start a shared album on your iPhone, and you can add people to it. So it means whenever you add a photo or a video, it's automatically then on that shared album that they can also check on their phone. So it's great for long distance like relationships. My friend who's in Australia has one. And I've got one for Grey because Rich's family will live in Suffolk and they don't get to see her that often. So every day I upload photos and videos and they can just check in. They get a little alert on their phone and they can like it and comment. It's a bit like Instagram, but and they can show their friends and it's, it's great. Oh, that's really, really nice. Yeah. And I saw on Instagram the other day, you were, uh, you had uh, created like not a scrapbook, but something where you were actually uh, getting physical pictures. Remember yeah. those? Yeah. Making, was it, was it a scrapbook? It's, it's just a photo album. That's actually one of the few things that I'm still quite organized with. I really try like once a month or like every two months just go through my phone delete anything that's like shouldn't like you know random photos or duplicates um and I favorite like the best photos and then I'll print them so I use an app called free prints they're not like the best quality but they're perfectly fine for like a four by six photo and you actually get 45 free prints a month so you just pay for delivery and every as often as I can I'll do that and then I'll just put them in like a photo album and I just like you said like we don't have printed photos and I've got so many photo albums from my childhood and I remember when I was like you know eight nine ten I used to love looking through them and I've had a daughter now so I'm like she'll probably be the same so I just want to make sure I keep up with like printing photos and I I love it's really therapeutic as well when they all arrive and I can just sit and just stick them in the albums and look through them I'm not wanting to be a um an unqualified therapist here but is it also do you think it's also um allowing you to enjoy the moments as they're happening you know life can suddenly flash by and suddenly like we've just discovered six months has flown past but do you feel like actually taking that time is it every week or every month where you just sit down with the pictures actually allows you to really yeah savor everything absolutely like I think because of my job and I'm so on my phone and it's so internet-y and people say you know how you sometimes when you go to like a concert and everyone's looking through their phone and you just think yeah. like put your phone down and look at it but I also think like I've got quite good at being able to take photos and not let it control my day. I'm not like getting people to pose. I'm just taking some natural photos. And then, yeah, like you said, sitting down and then looking through them and like reliving the moment and being like, oh, how great was this year actually? Like I do like yearly albums as well with all my, like my highlights from the year. Cause I just realized I was doing these things on Instagram and then they're just disappearing and I want to have them like around forever. So yeah, it's definitely really therapeutic. So interesting about concerts. I'm the same as you. I don't like to film them or take pictures, although obviously I have because it is quite tempting. But I do distinctly remember the first one of my first concerts I went to, I think was Aerosmith when I was about nine. And just thinking, I just want to remember this. Yeah, I just want to remember this. Oh, I love it. I film everything and take photos of everything. But I, mm-hmm. like I said, because I've done it for so long, I've I've learned how to do it and not look through my phone. I can. It's like vlogging almost. I can do both yeah. at the same time. Whereas I know some people 
in my life who don't have my job they're very much like looking you know at their phone and it's hard to do both yeah it is you're correct I like this very much maybe I'm going to start doing some things with some pictures also like home videos I'm so lucky that it's so easy for me to film and edit videos like we went camping last weekend and I filmed loads of clips while I was there and then I put together a little video and sent it to my family and it's like a proper home video and I just like sisters like I'm so jealous you have this for your kids because I don't have it I just get have so you done much away from that super eight or the edited like to make it look like a Oh, no, I just kind of, I actually got a lot of enjoyment from just doing it really simple. Like it's not a vlog. It's not going on YouTube. It doesn't have to be fancy. It's just like raw, you know, people chatting, things I wouldn't normally put in a video. Um, and yeah, I just love being able to watch it back. So I do that when there's like special occasions, birthdays, trips, and things like that. It's just, I don't really understand how we're going to watch these things. Like we don't have DVD players anymore. I'm like storing <laughs> them on a hard drive. I'm like, how's Grey going to watch this? That's a bit weird, but you know, I it will she'll, I don't know, she'll have a USB port or something because that's <laughs> exactly, where it's going. Exactly. Like, let's not think too much about that. Okay. <laughs> this is really, this is a really nice one. And this also, it reminds me a little bit, but it's different from Bryony Blake came on and she had this really lovely idea of you just build a photo album in your phone of things that will make you smile if you're feeling a bit crappy. Mm-hmm. And I thought well, that's that my favorite album. Yeah. I love facing photos and looking back at them. Um, yeah. I just get so much joy from photos. And my second feel-good habit, another random one, voice notes. Ooh, do explain. I just love a voice note. Oh, my God, best invention ever. Like, I just, and there's a time and place for it, but me and Anna voice note to each other a lot. And I just think it adds, like, more, like, personal. You know, sometimes you find you're, you're constantly WhatsApping and texting people, and you can't really get, like, someone's tone of voice in a text. So I think a uh, voice note is perfect. Also, it's better than like a phone call sometimes too, because it gives you time to like think and then reply. Like I can just go for hours with some of my friends. This is totally a phone conversation, but like it, but at your pace, it's yeah, the exactly. Best. You can I go really make a cup of tea and then reply yeah. and you don't have to like do a cup of tea whilst you're on the phone. <laughs> I do also really enjoy a voice note conversation and they do add value yeah, I also think I also think like even more than like a voice note. So my friend Hannah moved to Australia and it was obviously so hard with like the time difference. So voice notes were great for that because we can reply in our own time. But I also, she just had a baby. This was like a year ago. And I was trying to encourage her to like send me quick videos. Um, so I would send her a video to being like, hey, Han, hope you're well. Tell me how your day went. This is how my went. I show her stuff. And then in her own time, she could watch that. And then she'd send me one back. And at the time I was like, it's just nice for her to like see someone's face and see someone talking without having to like do FaceTime. It's too pressured sometimes. Um, and then nine months later, I, or actually I think it was probably about four months later. And I sent her those videos back to her to show her like how far she had come. And she said, watching those early videos of her, like trying to pump and breastfeed, she was like, oh my God, I just, you've just made me realize like how much better it is now than then. And yeah, yeah. and she was like, it was a massive part of her journey. And I, that wasn't a plan of mine, but it worked out so well. And now I like really encourage people to do that if you have long distance friendships. That's a really nice one. I yeah. like that. I mean, now we've got those videos to watch back and they're hilarious. <laughs> so voice notes and videos yeah yeah, yeah just what's... talking more because I'm not I don't like mm. phone conversations I hate talking on the phone so that's my version I do feel like when my phone rings I'm like 
I beg your pardon. I just stare at yeah. it. I'm like, it's so invasive. Like, get out of my phone. What? <laughs> but then I remember Trini came on the podcast in January and she said, um, how often, a day, how many times a day does your phone ring? And I'm like, less than once. And <laughs> she was horrified. Oh my God, 100%. Like, the only person that phones me is my mom and Anna. Yeah. I don't know why I talked on the phone to Anna, but no one else. And my, yeah, my mom will phone me for like a quick question because she's not yeah. going to WhatsApp. <laughs> I'm going to try and move everyone over to voice notes. Yes. That's what I'm going to do. Especially when you're really passionate about something, you need to just like, you need a voice note. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I like it very much. Right. I'm going to make sure I incorporate this into my life. What, my friend, was habit number three? Um, batch cooking for grey, which is funny because I, yeah, I was never that into cooking before. I'm I'm very into eating. I'm like a proper food <laughs> snob and I love eating out. And I think I've got really good taste. Like my family are all good at cooking, but as the youngest, I, no one ever taught me. So I'm, I'm not particularly that good. But since having her, I've really got into it and I I really enjoy it. And I enjoy encouraging her to try new foods and try new recipes. And I think it's just taught me so much more about cooking for myself as well through having her. I have been using and I have been talking about it so much, but Ian Hayes book, Seven Day Basket. Oh, I've yeah. been using that a lot. And there's a recipe in there for lentil and mushroom uh, bolognese. Mm-hmm. And it involves dicing carrots, celery and mushrooms. And if I'm feeling a little bit frazzled, I will make it to batch cook it to freeze it. Because the the methodical dicing of carrot, mushroom and celery actually like does something to my brain. It just like oh, chops totally get that. <laughs> like, do you peel your carrots over the chopping board or over the bin? Oh, I uh, put down like whatever packaging uh, the mushrooms come in or whatever and just put all the peeling into that yeah. and then mulch them. I need to do, I find peeling carrots stressful. Like I'll drop it in the bin and then I'm like, oh, I've dropped it in the bin. But apart from that, I agree. The dicing of the vegetables is very relaxing. Would you just wash the carrots? Yes, yes. Would you just wash the carrots, give them a scrub and not peel them to take that stress out of your life? Maybe for a bolognese, yeah. Some things, though, you don't want the carrot skin, I feel like. No. I'm just going to give it, like, it's organic. It's, it's like, yeah, <laughs> upgraded spin of, like, yeah, this is, like, really authentic Definitely. peel on. Not the same um, as peel on fries. Yeah, and also there's nothing better than, like, being like, I've got no food and then knowing you've got stuff in the freezer. Like, I just think batch cooking has changed my life. I didn't, I never did it for having a baby. I just think it's genius. It is. It really, really is. And once you find those few recipes as well that you can sort of almost do on autopilot, mm. exactly. I think, yeah, it's the having the food, but it's also just like the, it's just like mentally calming. It's like doing a jigsaw. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I, I've never been a calm, like, chef. Can I say chef? <laughs> when you're just a normal person, you know what I mean? I get really panicked and I'm not very good at like clearing up as I go. Rich comes down and gets so annoyed because the kitchen's just like a bomb site. Um, but I'm, I'm starting to get better. I'm trying. I'm trying. I definitely find listening to audiobooks and podcasts whilst cooking really helps. You don't have to. I used to watch YouTube videos and then I was like really distracted trying to watch it. It's all about okay. podcasts. Okay. So tell me what you're listening to. I know it's not part of the Feel Good Habit script, but I'm curious. I just finished listening to the audiobook um, for Olive by Emma Gannon, ah. which I really, really loved. It's very much about friendships about a group of friends um navigating their different kind of life choices as they go into their 30s and olive isn't sure if she wants kids and it's very interesting um really enjoyed that and i i love an audiobook especially for a novel because they like do little different characters voices 
Um, and it's narrated by, I can't remember her name. She was in um, Fleabag. Fleabag, is that what it's called? Sister. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's brilliant. So, yeah, really, really loving that. And then podcasts, oh. I can't remember. Whatever. I, I love Happy Mum, Happy Baby, which I was just yeah. saying. I love your podcast, obviously. Um, <laughs> I, I need some new podcast recommendations, actually. There are so many launching. I was watching uh, TV this morning. Joss Stone's just. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Just launched one. As in the singer? Yeah, I think a lot of loads of people in lockdown. So Where has she uh, been? I haven't heard that name for years. She's in LA, oh but God. she's launching one. And then uh, Mike Tyndall launched one yesterday. Mm. So there's a whole new crop of new podcasts on the scene. So there's a lot. If you started browsing now, I think you might discover that there are some new nice things. Okay. You didn't know about I've been listening to Demi Moore's autobiography and it's a hard recommend. She reads it so well. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. I love it when the author reads it. And it's not too salacious either. It's not like a tell-all. It's just, but it's very interesting. Mm, Okay, I have to check that out. Thank you. You're very welcome. So I can't believe we're already here. We're already at number four. I'm going to save the best one till last. So this one's like mediocre, but... (laughs) (laughs) so I'm saying like I know (laughs) is this what your managers have to deal with (laughs) absolutely (laughs) I'm gonna be your worst guest this one's mediocre oh god I know it's terrible isn't it It sums me up and my whole that's what my school report sounds like but the Um, thing that's so funny to me is that is that I know you and I would never use the word mediocre to describe I would I just always think yeah she knows exactly what she's doing She's like, really good at what she does. Expectations. <laughs> I've got such like high hopes. So okay, you like but... just say things like that and then go surprise. <laughs> no, no, don't get excited. Don't get excited, please. That's my fear. No, um, the next one is just a simple spa treatment. Oh mm. my god! Like I can't tell you how much I love a spa treatment, and I've missed them. I booked in for a pedicure tomorrow night at Cowshed. Mm. For me, it's just like Bougie. the chance. Yeah, I know. So, but I'm, do you know what? I'm really not sort of person that splurges on like anything. Like I'm terrified of buying expensive clothes or anything like that. But spa treatments is something I have no guilt spending money on. And I never have. And I think it's, I don't know, like it's a chance for me to put my phone down. Like having a massage is the only time I physically cannot look at my phone and I have to just do nothing. And that's Mm. so important, I think, when you have a job like mine. And I think I get it from my mom. Like I've just always love I love a massage I love a facial I love a pedicure I just and when I was pregnant I think I had a pregnancy massage every month like I just think it's worth <laughs> investing in I think it really can like affect my mood and that's important 
Yeah, totally. And it just makes you feel... I think what you said is really interesting about because of what you do for a living, which you have described earlier on in the show as internet-y, which I will not forget. <laughs> it's very internet-y. Um, there is that thing about it is very hard. Like even if I commit to put my phone down and watch like an hour of True Blood, because I've been doing True Blood since from the beginning in lockdown, nearly at the end, I will within 20 minutes, I'll be like, oh, I just need to check wonder if there's 20% off between seven oh, and nine on ASOS. <laughs> 20 minutes is good. Like I will admit, I can't put my phone down. I can't. There's a really, even when I'm watching TV, I put it, I think, oh, I need to stop looking at my phone. So I put it down probably 10 seconds later, I pick it straight up again, like automatically. Like it's a real problem. I'm on it all the time. I think it's the first thing I do when I wake up, I sleep with it by my bed. I've tried everything, but I'm just not one of those people that has like weekends off. I just, I don't. So Having a massage in Asia was literally the only time. And they need to open up again. It's ridiculous that they haven't. And that just shows it's, it's you know, mental health. It's important. Shout out to Beauty Backed at this point. And Absolutely. for what and Caroline's letter, which um, I'll publish this really soon then. But uh, Caroline's just sent a letter to the government uh, to try and sort them out. I just don't get it. I can't. I get it. It's, a, it's about women and it's pathetic. I, I will correct myself. I don't want to get it. I don't want to get it. Yeah, exactly. Because that's exactly. just BS. Yeah, it's seen as just like silly, unnecessary treatments, but it's so much more than that. Yeah, a hundred percent, 100%. And also just look at the bottom line, my friends. Yeah. Even if you don't care about the other aspects of it, just look at the amount of money the industry brings in. But anyway, who exactly. knew we'd be facing this? Exactly. Right, you said it's going to be the best, so come on. Okay. <laughs> My absolute favourite thing to do in the entire world is, and this has become even more important since having a baby, because I used to do it much more regularly, is driving alone with music blaring and singing at the absolute top of my voice. <laughs> Lily, I love this. <laughs> this is my, this is my, if I'm in a bad mood, I'll just take myself for a singing drive. Like, <laughs> seriously. And I've in the past even had like specific playlists for like, when I used to drive to uni in Birmingham, it was a two hour journey. I'd like make a playlist that I knew was, had all the right songs in the right key that I could sing along with. <laughs> it's just the best thing I love it and that and I realize it's having a baby I don't drive on my own as much anymore like obviously I can sing with her in the back but mm. it's different I have the music blaring so um every now and again I'll just go for a little drive and it's the best I love I it I absolutely I love that one so much because this has not appeared on feel good habits thus far and actually when you think about it even if you don't intend to do it if you're just in the car anyway and a song comes on and you start singing it feels so good Oh, it's just the only time I can really just like let it all out and like just really loud and doesn't really matter if it's in tune or not. Although sometimes if you get like the right harmony and you're like, oh, no one heard that. Or if you're like stuck, <laughs> stuck in traffic and then the person next to you is looking at you like, what are you doing? You have to pretend you're on like a loudspeaker call or something. It's <laughs> <laughs> really, really emphatically trying to get your point across about something. The only time I've ever had a crash is when I was listening to Meatloaf singing along and I was in a car park and I went around the corner in third gear oh, <laughs> just no. took out, literally just went straight into the back of another car because oh, I was God. just so into the music yeah I mean it's worth it it's worth it do you have like what would be your like perfect sing-along song or artist 
To be honest, if I'm in, if if we're talking about a mood clearing song, then it's that oh god, Evanescence, bring me to life. Oh wow, yes, because like that, that is a great song. Oh my god, yeah. That, that I kind is... of put that in a no, wait, maybe I was going to say I put it in the same category. It's not. But do you remember like Anastasia? Is that her name? Yeah. Um, that's a great one too. I, I yeah. I've got some faves. Like James Morrison is like my perfect key. I don't know why. So He's random. Voice. I, know, I love his. I love his songs for singing along in the car. Do you ever pretend to be Nelly Furtado during Broken Strings? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Hundred percent. I think you meant in general. Yes, I do. I'm like well, I wait for my moment. This is my my line now, James. Um, <laughs> I also just get yeah. obsessed. Like, I'll see a film and then get obsessed with a song in it or a TV yeah. program. I watched like last Christmas and then became obsessed with George Michael, like heal the pain and just listen to it on repeat. So random. I haven't watched that yet. Should I? It's like fun. Can't hurt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm going to cinema for it, but watch it on like Netflix. I, um, I think it's another week. I mean, I'd go for the aircon. That's for sure. Ooh, good point. Well made. Really. <laughs> I also <laughs> love the musicals, by the way. I'm a big like musical sing along. Favorite musical? Ever. Ever, yeah. I did see Oklahoma five times. <laughs> <laughs> Is that whip crack away, whip crack away, that one? on top. I mean it's so random. But I recently a more like modern one that maybe more of you would like um is Waitress. I loved that and I loved the soundtrack. Really, okay. really good. Interesting. Mine will always be Rocky Horror. Oh yeah, great one. West Side great. Story? Mm, no. I, I grew up in it. My mum hated, uh, hates still, it's still a very active thing, hates musicals. <laughs> and so just as a kid, like I didn't see, I didn't see, I still haven't seen The Wizard of Oz the whole way through because that oh. was the kind of household that we just did. I, that. I hate new musicals, like Wicked and like cheesy ones. I love like the old, like, you know, West Side Story, My Fair Lady, those types. I went to see Dreamgirls and it was, I didn't enjoy it at all, but Caroline actually took me to see Wicked for my birthday and I like cried so hard, yeah. <gasps> Do you know what? I'm not even sure if I've seen it. I always use it as an example of one that I don't like. I'm not sure I've seen it. I just Honestly, don't when like that, the idea of it. <laughs> when that theatre opens, I will take you. Oh, but the song is so annoying, that one they always play. Yes, but then when you see it in the context of the story genuinely I was trying so I was crying very hard and trying not to let on and oh. it's and defying gravity and then there's the interval and Caroline didn't look at me but she just she was sitting and she just popped a tissue on my leg <laughs> just see oh. she was like I knew it oh my god that's such a good feel good favorite has anyone ever said just having a really big cry I don't think so you know you know when you like feel one coming for a while normally when like, like do a period and you like you don't cry but then something happens and you gotta let it out and you just let it happen that is the best feeling <laughs> yeah yeah you're so right I think I think if if it builds up you have to let it out oh yeah and your my voice always goes you can tell I'm like <laughs> and then it just happens I cried a lot when I was pregnant is that like hormonal cry Oh, that makes me sad. No, but it's not a sad cry. It's just, you know, it's hormones and it's just crazy and you just got to let it happen. You like cry because like Rich cut the courgette the wrong way. It's like stupid. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm not okay. I understand it now. It's yeah, yeah. okay. I hear you. We've all been there. <laughs> yeah. We've all been there. How do you feel about um, uh, crying in public? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think I do it that often. I definitely have done in the past at some point. I think when I'm like in it, I'm okay. And then afterwards, I'm like, oh god, and I feel pumping and wet. It's just, I don't think I have a good crying face. There's a book Kelly Catrone wrote called If You've Got to Cry, Cry Outside, which kind of talks about crying in the workplace. And that's always, and because it, it's such a distinctive, like if you're going to cry, cry outside, it just it embeds itself in your brain when you hear that. It's always made me think about if my emotions are running high, should I just leave the room? Whether I'm going to cry or not. Oh, as in like, so like leave the room and cry? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, you shouldn't be ashamed. No. You should have a good cry at the meeting table but the boardroom table <laughs> make everyone else feel comfortable at your we work yeah. <laughs> oh, just have a good sob things yeah. have been great lily i've whizzed through those i feel like, like i feel like when we can what we should actually do is we should rent uh, like a mustang <gasps> and go for a loud singing drive a carpool karaoke <gasps> why on earth not seriously it's just the best I'll send you a clip next time. Please do. I would enjoy that very, very much. I always feel like I'm singing so well. And like I've definitely filmed it in the past. And then I watch it back and I'm like, oh, you're <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> it doesn't matter if it feels good. That's what I say. Yeah, definitely. If you hit that note, try yeah, if, if you're listening, if you haven't tried it, give it a go, seriously. Yeah, anyone listening, if you haven't tried it, give it a go. And if you're able to film it responsibly... Obviously, not whilst driving. If someone can film you, do whatever. Please do share on Instagram and tag us. Oh, that would be amazing. Because even if you maybe you can't drive, and maybe this is just we. It can be in your car or in your bathroom. Oh yeah, definitely in your kitchen. Oh my god, yeah. shower shower radios are also great things. I've never sing had a shower. Anywhere. Oh, they're great. They stick on the wall, and then you can just sing to James Morrison if you like. <laughs> I can, I can pretend to be Nelly Furtado in the shower. Hang on, am I actually dressed like she is in the Man Eater video? Like white vest. You are. <laughs> She's so cool. She needs to make a comeback. I don't know whether she was sweating through her white vest, though. <laughs> Listeners, I've already shown Lily my sweat stains. It is 30-something degrees in London. It's hot. Dripping. So for that reason, I'll let you go because I know you've got... <laughs> I know you're as hot as I am. But those were excellent. And so I will put in the links the uh, At Home with Lily and Anna and uh, your blog. <laughs> There's not many things to link to. You can't link to voice notes and driving, <laughs> singing. <laughs> you can give it I a go. I will add you all into Lily and my WhatsApp conversation. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I will link to everything that you've possibly ever put out there in the world that you are happy for people to see. Oh, and you. those links can be found in the show notes. But Lily, thank you so much for having me. It's been so much fun.
When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.